This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. The goal is to destroy all existing religions, save theirs. All existing governments, save theirs. And shackle the mob in a system of eternal, oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life. In a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now, do you think they're succeeding? Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's the year 2023. And my fellow Americans, the big club's plan for the world is succeeding. For those of you that don't know me, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Andrew for America. I am a former operations specialist, second class Petty officer in the United States Navy. I did two Western Pacific deployments, one in 1997 and one in 1999. I was stationed on the USS Ogden in San Diego, California, 32nd Street Naval Station. And when I got out of my four-year enlistment, I went to community college for a few years, and then I went to San Diego State University, where I graduated with a bachelor's degree in sociology. (laughs) Yep, not one of my finest moments in America's finest city. During those years, I started a little band called Force of Habit. We started playing, getting a set together, went out into the world and started playing shows. Years later, I started another band called 12 Under, uh, quite popular around the San Diego fraternity party scene. And uh, as time went on, formed a band called The Perils of Being. Uh, played all over the southwestern United States for uh, some years. Great memories, great shows. And then after that band, I joined a, a band called Nonprofit. And that was probably the pinnacle of my music career. Got to record with famed punk rock producer Ryan Green. The Catalyst EP came out in 2007, 2008. 
2008, can't remember. Fantastic memories. Loved every second of it. And then uh, years later, after I moved back to Minnesota, where I grew up, moved back home, uh, moved back home uh, to be closer to family, uh, you know, reconnect with my roots, all that kind of good stuff. Had the opportunity to start a little band here in Minneapolis called The Launch, and we recorded a demo, but we never really did a, a studio recording. Played around the city for a few years, had a good time with some great guys. And now uh, I'm, you know, I've said it before on the show, uh, I'm moving into a part of my life where I don't know if music's going to be, you know, I don't really think I'm, <clears throat> I don't really think I'm going to join a group where we play shows all the time, uh, but I will do some recording, and I'll let you guys know when that kind of stuff comes out. Uh, but because after years of having that creative outlet and that artistic uh, therapy. I guess you could say, I decided to take all of that creative focus uh, a little bit away from music, and I kind of put it into this talk radio kind of style podcast, and that's why I'm here. That's who I am, and a lot of that music is up on my SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash Andrew for America 1984, if you want to check out my tunes. And the reason why I'm reintroducing myself to you is because I run my mouth quite a bit. And I know that if you are a critical thinker, if you are someone that analyzes information to see if it is valid (laughs) or not, uh, you're going to want to know who this guy behind the microphone is talking all this shit, right? And I know I have a lot of new listeners that may have not gone back to the beginning early episodes uh, when I lay out why I'm doing this, who I am, where I come from, right? So here in the year 2023, I thought, what a perfect opportunity with the first show of the year to reintroduce myself to my new audience. So that's a little bit about me. That's how the Politics and Punk Rock podcast came into existence. I took the experiences that I had in multiple different worlds throughout the course of my first 40 years of life in this world, and I put it all together to give you what I like to call the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for being here. Um, Today, I'm going to continue down the conspiratorial roads that I like to Traverse from time to time, and I'm going to play some clips. I'm going to read you some stuff that further illustrates my always consistent points here on the show. And one of those always consistent points, my fellow Americans, is that the big club's plan is succeeding. In the first episode of this podcast, I played for you George H.W. Bush's New World Order speech where he said, Our pl- we will be successful. And we will be. <laughs> They've had this plan in the works for years and years and years. As time marches on, it is becoming more and more painfully obvious that this is not conspiracy theory. This is not jokes. 
This is not lies. This is what I like to call objective reality. And like I always say, whether you like it or not, that is the facts. And I'm going to further illustrate that point today. This clip I just played for you, William Cooper, uh, conspiracy theorist OG, (laughs) if you will. Let me introduce you to Mr. William Cooper, author of the book, Behold, A Pale Horse, which is a reference to revelations and the end times. Here we go. Milton William Cooper was an American conspiracy theorist, radio broadcaster, and author known for his 1991 book, Behold a Pale Horse, in which he warned of multiple global conspiracies, some involving extraterrestrial life, perhaps. Cooper also described HIV-AIDS as a man-made disease used to target blacks, Hispanics, and homosexuals, and that a cure was made before it was implemented. He has been described as a military, I'm sorry, as a militia theoretician. Cooper was killed in 2001 by sheriff's deputies after he shot at them during an attempted arrest. Uh, Little is known after Cooper's background and education beyond the information supplied on his own in his own accounts. He claimed to have served in the United States Navy, the United States Air Force Naval Intelligence, until his discharge in 1975. However, public records only indicate a period of service in the Navy with a ratings code of E-5, Petty Officer Second Class. Very interestingly coincidental. Including a tour of duty in Vietnam with two service medals. At the end of the war, while working in naval intelligence, Cooper served on a briefing team for Admiral Bernard A. Clary. He then attended a junior college in California and worked for several uh, several technical and vocational schools before making his conspiracy theories known beginning in 1988. Cooper expanded the speculations of earlier conspiracists by incorporating government involvement with extraterrestrials as a central theme. Okay? So if you guys want to go read about uh, Milton William Cooper, uh, there is volumes of information on the man online. He asserts that... uh, uh, Pre- I'm sorry, uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated because he was about to reveal the extraterrestrials were in the process of taking over the Earth. <laughs> uh, according to a top-secret video of the assassination that Cooper claimed to have discovered, the driver of the presidential limousine, William Greer, used a gas pressure device developed by aliens from the Trilateral Commission. to shoot the president from the driver's seat. The Zapruder film shows Greer twice turning to look into the backseat of the car. Cooper theorized that Greer first turned to assess Kennedy's status after the external attack and then to fire the fatal shot. Conspiracy theories implicating Greer reportedly snowballed after publication of Behold a Pale Horse. Cooper's video purporting to prove his theory was analyzed by several television stations 
according to one source, and was found to be, quote, a poor quality fake using chunks of the Zepruder film. Okay, so OG conspiracy theorist. He's one of the guys that brought a lot of this stuff to the forefront. And like I always say, isn't it interesting that a lot of this conspiracy stuff always is brought to us from whistleblowers that were once in the intelligence community. Uh, before the intelligence community, it was just called, you know, intelligence, I guess. The CIA, the FBI. I don't know if NSA was a thing back then. Um, but, boy, ever since the passing of the Patriot Act in 9-11, that intelligence community has grown. They have... <laughs> become cancerous upon the world, in my opinion. So, anyway, I just wanted to kind of bring up William Cooper again because I know a lot of you may not know who he is. I'm sure a lot of my listeners do know who he is and are probably very familiar with the man. And uh, if you go online, especially on YouTube, you can find all sorts of people talking about William Cooper and his prophecies and the things that he talked about over the years. So that's that. Let me play this clip again because uh, you may not have caught everything in it because I played my intro music to the show over it today. I thought it was a cool little mashup, but here we go. Take a listen to Mr. Cooper once again. And uh, think about what this man is saying. And think about how much time has passed since he said this. I'm thinking it's in the ballpark of 40 years, give or take. And ask yourself, how much of what this man said 40 years ago was he accurate about? How much of it was he right about? (laughs) When you think about where we are today, how far we have come in the similar direction that he is describing here. Here we go. Take a listen once again. Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. Their goal is to destroy all existing religions, save theirs. All existing governments, save theirs. And shackle the mob in a system of eternal oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life in a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now do you think they're succeeding? Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. There's a method to their madness. Yeah, that is for sure. There is definitely a method to their madness. And I'm going to talk about that here in a second. But real quick before I move on, I just want to make this statement. I don't know for sure if I believe the extraterrestrial part of Mr. Cooper's conspiracy theories. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, the ancient alien conversation is a whole nother ball of wax uh, that I'm not trying to get uh, on that topic today. Um, what I want to focus on 
is what William Cooper said in this clip. And let me uh, make a couple uh, distinctions here, okay? He says, a small group of people have been prepared to control everything and everyone in this world. They want a one-world religion. They want no other religions, okay? They want the mob shackled to computers, chained to computers for the rest of their lives. I mean, what do you think, people? Is that not what Elon Musk and Yuval Noah Harari and the World Economic Forum and all of these people that are attacking the soul of man, all of these people that are alleged Satanists, occultists, whatever, magicians, alchemists, the, the secret societies, the people behind the curtain that pull the strings. Okay? That's who we're talking about. You know, talk about it all the time. Now, if you don't think that I'm onto something with this bullshit that I've been talking about on this podcast since episode one, let me read to you, <laughs> boy, some quotes from Mr. Yuval Noah Harari, Klaus Schwab's little sidekick buddy, okay? And what I'm about to read to you comes from uh, Templar Warrior 18 on Instagram. One of my uh, followers, I love the content uh, that has come from his page or her page. I don't know who it is behind the page. But strap on your seatbelts, my fellow Americans, and listen to the words that Mr. Yuval Noah Harari has said with regard to this plan for the world. And think about the fact that he is saying this 40 years after conspiracy theorist Milton William Cooper was talking about the same things back in the late 80s. You want some analytical proof, quote-unquote, if you want to call it proof? Here we go. Quote, I think the biggest question in maybe uh, in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. Remember the useless eaters that I've spoken about in previous shows? The problem is more boredom and how what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. <laughs> My best guess at present, is the combination of drugs and computer games. Okay? Drugs and computer games. What does that remind you of? Aldous Huxley. In the future, there will be a painless concentration camp. People will never dream about escaping because they'll be lulled to sleep by entertainments, concessions, enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be Huxley's final revolution. Remember that? 
okay? People, it's already happening under different titles, different headings. You see more and more people spending more and more time solving their inner problems with drugs and computer games, both legal and illegal drugs. You look at Japan today. Japan is maybe 20 years ahead of the world in everything, says Harari. And you see all these new social phenomena of people having relationships with virtual spouses, with all things virtual. And you have people who never leave the house and just live through computers. Unquote. Do you think Milton William Cooper and Yuval Noah Harari and Aldous Huxley and Rudolf Steiner and everyone else I have talked to you people about on this podcast, you don't think these people are talking about the exact same thing, the exact same plan? Yuval Noah Harari, and I quote, he says the globalists, actually, no, I'm not, this isn't the quote. He says globalists have created a technological Noah's Ark, the transhumanists. And they created this technological Noah's Ark to escape mass extinction events that they plan to unleash. And here's the quote. Human, quote Humanity might divide into a majority, maybe of people who would suffer tremendously and a minority that will have the resources, the wealth, the land, and the technology to protect themselves and even flourish in some kind of technological Noah's Ark, unquote. So what does that remind you of? That reminds me of Graf's book, Raven Rock, where he talks about the elite's underground bunker uh, that can withstand nuclear winter is so stocked and luxurious that, I mean, billions of dollars have been invested in these facilities that you've probably never heard of. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so, I mean, I've said that before. They're planning on ditching us on this failed planet that was Earth Maybe they are extraterrestrials. Maybe they are they're gonna go maybe they are gonna go colonize Mars. Maybe the moon is the Death Star and it's a big surveillance thing. You know, maybe we are living in a flat earth, yada yada, right? All that you guys have all heard all this stuff on the show, right? Okay. So let's move on. Let's keep it as real, seemingly real, as we can. Okay, let's not get all off on the moon's fake and we're on a flat earth and uh, uh extraterrestrials exist, okay? That's I'm not, I, I want to focus today on <laughs> what I like to call reality. I mean, the, the, these people are having meetings. They're planning this stuff, people. It's facts. You can't take that away. You don't have to believe in all the crazy aspects of conspiracy theories, but you better start believing this because they're, they're not hiding it. Here we go. Yuval Noah Harari, histor, uh, historian, futurist, and World Economic Forum advisor said, We just don't need the vast majority of the population. In the early 20th century, 
given modern technologies rendering human labor economically and militarily redundant. Fast forward to the early 20th century when we just don't need the vast population of the, I'm sorry, the vast majority of the population. <laughs> okay? You don't think they're trying to control the world's population? You don't think they're trying to depopulate? Because the future is about developing more and more sophisticated technology, like artificial intelligence, bioengineering, etc. Most people don't contrib- contribute anything to that, except perhaps for their data. And whatever people are still doing which is useful, these technologies increasingly will make redundant and will make it possible to replace the people. Unquote. You guys hear, you guys hear Kevin uh, Hart saying, cat's out of the bag, I have a clone. All these people saying that when you, when you sell your soul to the devil, that's what they do, they clone you. Or maybe some of these people are just... Uh, redistributed, they live forever. Maybe they are the reptilian, archon energy, satanic uh, vessels that are all around us on different frequency bands that we can't see, right? (laughs) I don't know if that's true. But it is funny how all this stuff seems to connect over time. It seems like these people are trying to keep it, or were trying to keep it a secret, and now they're starting to realize you you can't we can't keep it a secret anymore. Remember when um um I forget the guy's name, but he said that part of the rules that these people have to follow are they have to you know tell you about it, they have to put it in front of you. That that guy Giovanni whatever from the Balenciaga episode said that um. You know, the way the devil works is he doesn't force your hand. He gives you the option. You make the choice. And the fact that you made the choice means that you gave consent. It was your choice. He didn't do anything wrong. He just, you know, he just presented you with an option. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But <laughs> it only a fool would claim that this is not happening. Only a fool would discount all of this, you know, annals of years, of years of information and research and analysis. Here we go. I got more Harari for you. Harari says technology will one day help people forget the real world and will be used as a vehicle for people to transform into different kinds of human beings. I mean, people, the metaverse, the matrix... Elon Musk wanting to put chips on our brain and control us. In the future, it will be very easy for a person to change gender or even create a new gender. We see it with avatars, says Harari. In 30 to 40 years, there will be a 3D life that will be more exciting than life in the real world. With an economy that they will no longer need. In such a case... I do not believe that the sexes as we know them, now and for thousands of years, will remain the same. Technology is to replace religion. 
Harari says technology will also one day replace the role religion plays for many people. Everything that was promised by religions, happiness, justice, and eternal life even, will be experienced here with the help of technology and not the afterlife, says Harari. I believe that the future belongs to the technological religions. Now, think about that. Think about what Yuval Noah Harari has been publicly saying for the past few years. World Economic Forum. Sustainable Development. Good Governance. Remember these terms I've been over, people? It all connects. So now that I read all of this Yuval Noah Harari to you, think about those phrases and quotes, and then take a listen to this once again. Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. Their goal is to destroy all existing religions, save theirs, all existing governments, save theirs, and shackle the mob in a system of eternal oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life in a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now, do you think they're succeeding? Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. There's a method to their madness. There is most certainly a method to their madness. Thanks for listening, people. I'm going to take a commercial break. And when I come back, we're going to get into some more of this stuff. (laughs) I'm sorry if you don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this stuff is tough to listen to. If you're a new listener and this is just blowing your mind right now, I'm sorry, but sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I will be the person to pull the Band-Aid off for you if you are too afraid to do what you know you should do and pull the Band-Aid off yourself. I'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have before us the opportunity to forge 
for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. There it is, people. There's the clip that started it all. That is how I began this podcast. With that speech from George H.W. Bush. And if you go back to the beginning of my show, I go on to discuss what makes the United Nations credible. And they're going to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. And, And I went on to discuss who those founders were. David Rockefeller, you know, all the usual suspects, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. You can go back and listen to those shows uh, if you like. But there it is, people. I mean, what is the purpose of governments? And what is the role of freedom and sovereignty? And how revealing is it when you listen to George H.W. Bush say those words, doesn't it reveal to you the the small group of people's mindset? Doesn't it tell you very succinctly and clearly how they feel about their control of the world and the control of the populations? <laughs> Pretty revealing, don't you think? You know, who's this we? We will be successful and we will be. Who's we? Who's we? How does anybody have that much power? Whatever happened to the Constitution and the bicameral legislature, checks and balances, right? Who's they, George H.W. Bush? I mean, who's we? Who's we? We will be successful. Who's we? You ever think about that? My fellow Americans? (laughs) Is he talking about Republicans and Democrats? Is he talking about the cabal, the big club? Is he talking about the invisible government, the black nobility? Right? Who's he talking about? Who's we? George H.W. Bush. Remember when his son said a dictatorship would be easier? (laughs) Oh, boy. But that's okay. This were a dictatorship, it'd be a heck of a lot easier. (laughs) Just so long as I'm the dictator. (laughs) (laughs) A dictatorship would be easier so long as I'm the dictator. That's what he said. And you know what else he said? We're going to succeed. We're going to succeed. We're going to succeed. We're going to succeed. We will be successful. <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty confident. Don't you think? They have a plan for the world. And everyone and everything in it. 
uh, here we go. Take a listen to this clip about what transhumanism is. Transhumanism promotes the view that the human species should take control over its own evolution through technology. Technologies such as brain implants, genetic engineering, and nanotechnology, eventually allowing for us humans to become immortal in the cloud, but not that cloud. Promising us paradise on Earth, the most rich and powerful people on the planet are currently working on tools that will alter human nature forever. I know that all of you know Elon Musk, and I know that you all know him from Tesla. But have you ever heard of the concept or of the name Neuralink? It's a chip that can be implanted into the brain, convert your brain activity, so mind you, those are your thoughts, into a digital form and have them seriously uploaded to that cloud. Transhumanism will be presented to us as the holy grail, but in fact, it's the poisoned challenge. Boy, I like that. It will be presented to us like the Holy Grail, but in reality, it's the Poison Chalice. Wow. And I don't know who this young woman is that uh, is giving this speech. Uh, I got this from Took the Gold Pill on Instagram. And I want to play a few more clips. Here we go. Here's a little Yuval Noah Harari and Klaus Schwab talking about some stuff. Here we go. It's at the end. What, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, our digital, and our biological identities. So um, that's the first. What did he say? <laughs> The fourth industrial revolution will be a merging of our physical, digital, and biological entities and identities. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, here's some more. COVID is critical because this is what convinces people to accept, to legitimize total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. You hear that, people? COVID is critical because it convinces people to accept full biometric surveillance of everything, even what's happening under your skin. Sounds crazy, right? I didn't say it. Yuval Noah Harari said it on a panel at the World Economic Forum. Do you think that's fantasy, my fellow Americans? Do you think this is fake conspiracy nonsense? And if you do feel that way, how in the fuck can you justify that to me? If you think that I'm wrong about this stuff and I'm lying and this is all fake open invitation. You can come on my show. Let's have a little chat. I would love to hear some thoughts, some some analysis, some evidence, some examples of why anybody, and I do mean anybody, walking around on this planet, if you still think that this is a conspiracy, nonsense, bullshit, the propaganda 
has hypnotized you. Your TV screen has hoodwinked you. You are a victim of the big club's big plan. The plan that has been in the works for the better part of a hundred, maybe two hundred years, maybe even longer. Now, listen to this. This is a clip of uh, Nora O'Donnell. I forget her name, but she's interviewing Bill Gates on the mainstream media news networks. And he doesn't even try to sugarcoat it in this clip. He flat out jumbles over the insinuation. She says, you know, almost everybody that took this Moderna vaccine is having adverse side effects. What do you say to that? Listen to what this piece of shit, Bill Gates, says. Here we go. Side effects for the Moderna vaccines. Side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So, are these vaccines safe? Well, the, uh, the FDA not being pressured will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators uh, and their current guidance on this, if they stick with that, is, is very, very appropriate. Uh, and, you know, the, it, the, 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 the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for really? uh, the things there. They, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses to get uh, responses that are, are pretty high, including responses. the J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them. Uh, that but are Bill, going out there and, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, bill the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where, you know, it's just, you know, super painful. But yes, there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects. The FDA, uh, FDA. I, I, I think will do a good job of that. Uh, despite the FDA will do a good job of that despite the criticism, he says. He's like sipping his coffee, he's tripping over his words when directly challenged with the obvious reality, people. You guys have seen Died Suddenly, the Facebook page, all the information circulating. I'm sure some of you probably personally know someone that dropped dead that took these vaccines. I mean, people, it's right in front of you. The reality of the situation, the answers you seek are literally on the table, sitting in front of you. And you are choosing not to look and listen. Some of you. Most of you. I know not all of you. And 
I got that from Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone's page, creator of the mRNA technology. And here's a clip of Dr. Robert Malone talking about this stuff. Here we go. Psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety and a sense that things don't make sense, we can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. Hypnosis. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the th aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay, then they will lead, they will follow that person through, it doesn't matter whether they lie to them or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis. And this is what has happened. We there it is, people. This is what has happened. Mass formation psychosis you me all of us have been hypnotized by television propaganda the intelligence community mk ultra operation mockingbird the big five conglomerate merging of all things media the telecommunications act of 1996 people I don't know what more I need to provide. They must find it difficult. Those who have taken authority as the truth rather than truth as the authority. Quote, unquote, Gerald Massey. That's what Dr. Malone reminds me of in this clip. And I don't know if this is all part of the plan. I don't know if people like Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough and everyone that's on Rogan, on the Joe, on the Joe Rogan podcast, I don't know if they're plants. I don't know if they're compromised. Seems very, very, very possible to me. You know, the Hegelian dialectic, thesis, antithesis, synthesis, Albert Pike, 33rd degree Freemason, saying whenever the public needs a hero, we will provide them with one. They give you the pro, they give you the con. And out of that conflict comes the synthesis. And my fellow Americans, I'm here to tell you that that synthesis is the big club's plan for the world. The new world order. It's coming. A brave new Orwellian, George Orwell's book, 1984. And for that matter, Animal Farm. You can throw them both in there. A brave new Orwellian surveillance police state totalitarian dictatorship world order. That's what the promise and vision of the UN founders is. Now, 
Uh, I want to play this clip, and I want you to listen to what this guy says. If you're not a religious person, you know, I get it. Maybe you don't believe uh, any of this stuff can have a religious aspect, um, but there is, whether you want to believe that or not or whether you do know that or not. And that fact is irrelevant uh, to the point I'm about to make, though. So in a previous show, I said something about the double helix DNA strands that we all have, right? 144,000 connections, and uh, allegedly that 144,000 number is used in the Bible, and people allege that human DNA is, has been created by God and is um, divine, the divine spark, that which makes you human. That, that which allows you to have free will to choose between good and evil and morality or lack of morality, you know, gods and devils, whatever, right? And I don't know if there's anything to what I'm about to play for you, but I found it very interesting. And, and it, there's a part of this clip where, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Queen of England back, I don't know, a few years ago, they had this little ceremony thing. Uh, I don't know if it was at Buckingham Palace or where, but she hit this light thing and this whole like triple helix looking light scheme was sent out across this courtyard. And this guy in this video is alleging that that was the them showing us what their plan is for this new millennia, millennium or whatever, the new century, whatever, the 21st century. And this guy in this clip is going to allege that this mRNA technology created by Dr. Robert Malone, introduces a new strand of DNA. And the conspiracy theory goes something like, this is what's going to allow the evil devil, reptilian, whatever, uh, Luciferian archon energy to come into the human being, the vessel that we are, and this is what's going to allow them to merge us with the digital biological world. And here we go. I'm going to play this clip for you and listen to what this guy says about if we are made in the image of God, maybe the devil or Satan is trying to create a new life form, a new being. So here we go. Take a listen to this. Studied it for over 25 years. And through much study and research, what he comes to the conclusion of is that human genome is made up uh, of the DNA, the double helix. And each side of the helix uh, has 72,000 genes, which combined makes 144,000 genes total in the human genome. And for those of you that know anything about the Bible, you know that's a number God uses. So that's Revelation a 7, right 3, and 4. This new technology they come out with introduces the third strand through mRNA messaging technology. It actually breaks a strand and puts in a third strand, which creates a triple helix. Go look at the Queen ceremony, you'll see what she did. She kind of told the world what was going on. Go look at the lighting strand, the, the, the Queen, I forgot the name of the, the festival, but the Queen lit up the third strand of DNA. I mean a three strand of DNA, a, a triple helix. Now you had that third strand, you've placed in now 
another 72,000. Now you have a triple helix. Add the third strand in, it equals up to 216,000. The number of the beast is 666, or as the Bible states, 600, three score, and six. Now, multiply this, 600 times 60 times six equals 216,000. I mean, people, if that doesn't make your butthole pucker up a little bit, I mean, I guess math doesn't lie, right? Remember the architect from the Matrix? A harmony of mathematical precision? And can you imagine if the secret forbidden knowledge of the human race back during the, you know, the time of Christ, and probably even far before the time of Christ, to be honest with you, they knew this stuff. Maybe not before the time of Christ, because if this was in the Bible and they had the numbers down, they they knew the 114,000 strands that, you know, Jesus or God spoke about in the Bible in Revelation 7. And then you think about the 216,000 being 600 times 60 times 6 equals 216,000, which is the the number of strands of DNA connections or genes rather that are in our DNA now if you got vaccinated with these mRNA technology vaccines. Now, you put all this information together, my fellow Americans, and you still think that there isn't at least a chance, a possibility, that this conspiracy theory, crazy, nutjob, tinfoil hat bullshit couldn't possibly be real? There's no way. There's no chance. Man. Some of us just aren't savable. And those people are going to be the ones walking around 5G towers like mindless zombies. Completely controlled by the chip in their head and the frequency fields created by these 5G towers. I think it's pretty possible, people. Don't you think it's coincidental that 5G came out right during the COVID lockdowns? They were putting up all these towers. You think that's coincidence, people? China now has facial recognition for children to go to school. I just saw a video of the other day. You don't think they're bringing this technology to the United States Klaus Schwab said that they've been in partnership with China for years and years and years. He says that China's example is fantastic and should be outsourced to the world. Communist subversion, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, man, I, I don't, I, I don't know what else I, I can provide to get this evidence, to get this objective truth and reality through your heads. The propaganda is so effective that even those of us that are aware of it have still been victims of it. And you know why? Because you've been programmed ever since you came into this world. Whether you were aware of it or not, now you are. <laughs> now you are. And you can't go backwards. 
once you take the red pill, unless you make a deal with the devil like Cypher did in the Matrix. <laughs> the real world is what it is. I'm sorry. Take a listen to my favorite, one of my favorites, Christine Anderson from Germany. <laughs> I've uh, played some clips from her before on the show, but take a listen to this. My name is Christine Anderson. I'm a member of European Parliament, and I'm answering your SOS call. I will do whatever I can to make it known to the world that your once free and liberal democracy has been transformed into a totalitarian regime which tramples on human rights, civil liberties and the rule of law. I'm imploring all of you around the world who still think your governments are looking out for your best interest. At no point in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. The welfare of humanity has always been the alibi of tyrants. Do you not realize that this vaccine does not protect you from COVID? It does, however, protect you from governmental oppression. For now, that is. But don't think for even a second that this is not going to change tomorrow. What will you tell your grandchildren? Will you tell them you didn't know? Will you tell them you were just following orders? You need to understand, it isn't about breaking the fourth wave. It is all about breaking people. So I stand in support with your fight for freedom and democracy. We need to stop our governments from transforming our free and democratic societies into totalitarian regimes. We need to do it now. We need to stand up now. We need to stand up now, she says, people, before it's too late. Where have you heard that before? <laughs> and you know why she's warning us of this shit? Because listen to this guy. This dude. I don't know his name and I don't really care. But... What this man has to say is chilling. Take a listen to this. We are going to become gods. Period. If you don't like it, get off. You don't have to contribute. You don't have to participate. But if you're going to interfere with me becoming God, you're going to have big trouble. Then we'll have warfare. The only way you can prevent me in this, in this 50 or is to kill me. If you kill me, I'll kill you. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading human. We are discovering divine powers of creation and destruction. They're upgrading the human genome, the human mind. He says, and this other guy, I don't know who this guy is that says he'll kill us if we try to stop him from becoming a God, an immortal being, a creation not created by the almighty God, allegedly. Apparently, this is where the whole Satan worship and Luciferian reptilian conspiracy theories come into play. 
And I got this video from uh, Space Monkey Mafia podcast, my boy East Coast Andrew for America, as I like to call him. He shared this clip uh, from Found Consciousness, and uh, it says that this guy's a transhumanist. It doesn't say his name, but um, I'll, I'll put the clip in the show notes so you guys can see it. I mean, am I a conspiracy theorist? Am I a tinfoil hat wearing nut job idiot that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about? <laughs> you think that's true? You think that all of you that are on the side of of the majority are on the right side of history, morally correct, ethical, compassionate, <laughs> honorable? Honest, what do those words even mean anymore in this new world, in this coming communist utopia, <laughs> the digital funland that we're all going to get plugged into and forgotten about? Batteries for the machines, we will be one day. I have so much more I want to share with you, my fellow Americans. Uh, uh, but, you know, I got to keep these podcasts a little bit shorter. I don't want to keep doing extremely long two, three-hour shows because I think people get lost in it and they get bored and maybe they don't finish them. So I'm going to keep them short and sweet. This is powerful stuff, people, and it ain't going away. You can run. You can try to hide for as long as you want. But make no mistake about it, my fellow Americans, sooner or later, reality is going to catch up with each and every one of you. And like Yuri Bez uh, Bezmanov said about the communist subversion plan, only until you're getting kicked in the nuts by the jackboots kicking in your door to haul you off to some FEMA concentration camp only then will you know what happened and who's now in charge much like the Germans discovered when they allowed a guy named Adolf Hitler to seize power of their country an alleged Rothschild heir and Obama is allegedly an heir of Hitler, they say. I don't know if that's true. Go look it up, people. Go trace the genealogy and the bloodline. Do some research. Figure it out for yourself. Because the world you see, my fellow Americans, the world that has been pulled over all of our eyes is an illusion. And in the words of Friedrich Wilhelm Nietzsche, people don't want the truth. They don't want to hear it because they don't want their illusions destroyed. People, it's time to play some punk rock.
right, everybody, welcome back to the show. It is time to play some punk rock. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that guy that said, if you try to interfere in my ability to become an immortal god, I will kill you, the human cloning guy. His name is Richard Seed, <laughs> uh, and he is a human cloning researcher and physicist. And he flat out told you guys they want to become immortal gods. I don't know. Did the fallen angels descended from heaven? You know, did Satan create this world? Is Satan pulling the wool over all of our eyes? Is God going to return? Is he going to send a son or another child, maybe, in the form of a human to wake us up and let us know what's really going on if you believe in the Christian Jesus story? Some of us believe that the Son of God already came to save we human beings. But I'd like to make the, you know, contention that if this is a world created by God, then why do the richest, most powerful among us want to escape from it? Have you guys seen Brave New World, the TV show on Peacock, where... Everyone that lives in the Indra world connected to the hive mind, they have the eye contact piece in that lets them see everything about everyone and everything for that matter in their little controlled, technologically advanced world, right? Where everybody has a caste system. The A's, the B's, the C's, the D's, right? The A's are the elites, the B's are... Uh, for work and specialized uh, jobs and uh, for sex and enjoyment, basically. The C's are the servants and the D's clean up the shit. The, the custodians or the janitors. And if you haven't seen the show, I highly recommend you guys go check it out because some of the guys in the D category start waking up and wising up and realizing that something's off. And then when they go to the, um, they don't call. I think it, they, it's not the Badlands, but they call it something where you can go down to the planet that they all escaped from, basically. And that's where everyone. They, oh, Savage. They call them the Savages, the Savage Lands. <laughs> and when you watch the show, the people that live in the Savage Lands are basically you and me. R you know, rural. I mean, even city people can be included, I suppose, but. It is a rural way of life where they have to put on these shows for these powerful elites that fly back on spaceships to the Earth. And it's like a zoo or like a entertainment thing where, you know, <laughs> they basically come to be entertained by these savages that are living in these old ways. And those old ways would be considered the way that you and I are living today before the metaverse matrix world comes into existence. A lot of crossover between what we are seeing in the world today 
when compared to the TV show Brave New World on Peacock. So highly recommend you guys go uh, you guys all go rather check that show out. Go check out Richard Seed and all these transhumanists. Um, I have some clips I'm going to play for you guys in a future show where they're basically making the Matrix now. Artificial wombs, having babies. They got facilities where technology is basically test tube uh, creating human life in artificial wombs. So that's coming. Uh, They have electromagnetic sperm now that they can use to inseminate. And I saw this video where these little tiny spiral nanobot things are basically electromagnetic sperm. They're getting good at this shit. CRISPR, cloning, artificial insemination, DNA sequencing, RNA uh, putting new strands into uh, our DNA, maybe messing with God's creation and creating the devil or Satan's creation? I don't know. And maybe that's inverted. Maybe maybe the world they're going to bring into existence is God's kingdom. And maybe we've been living in Satan's hell thus far. <laughs> Who knows? But when the charlatans start to become revealed, don't look away, my fellow Americans. See them for who they are. This band hails from Washington, D.C. They are a six-piece American ska punk band. The band formed in 2017 from a collection of ska-loving music nerds who met at Supernova International Ska Festival. The group felt they had something to offer the genre and began writing original music in an effort to contribute to the resurgence of ska. Their unique brand of entertainment fuses heavy-hitting horn riffs and strong female vocals with music that is energetic and fun and will make you want to skank the night away. (laughs) And if you uh, don't uh, know what that term skank means, it is a ska reference to a type of dancing style that people that love ska do when they go dance to ska music. They're skanking. Back in San Diego, when I lived out there, there was a ska band called Skankin' Pickle. <laughs> and uh, there's another one called Let's Go Bowling. And uh, I always loved Real Big Fish and um, uh, Less Than Jake. So many awesome ska bands over the years. I always uh, have referred to ska as happy, major key, punk rock music. With horn sections and brief aside, I actually played trombone in marching band when I was younger. And I never thought about playing horns in a ska band, but I think that would be a fun thing to do from time to time. Maybe in the future I'll do that. Who knows? I don't even know if I can still play trombone after all these years. But anyway, these guys have a great song uh, called The Ska Police where they sing about these people that are always critical of what is and isn't Scott, much like a lot of people are always critical of what is and isn't punk rock. But I want to play that song for you today. You guys can go check them out at allegedlyrecords.com. 
But they have a couple songs I'm going to play for you today that I really like the lyrics, and I think you will too. Themes up quite nicely with the show. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, making their debut on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's the Skluts from Washington, D.C. with their song, First World Problems. (laughs) And this is a comical song. Check out these lyrics, people. Here we go.
right, people, that was the Skluts with their song, First World Problems. And I kind of like this happy vibe. I mean, if ska music doesn't put a smile on your face, like something's wrong with you, man. You know, and in the spirit of, you know, we just getting past New Year's Eve, it's a new year. Happy New Year, everybody. I wanted to play kind of a happy major key punk rock ska rock rather song for you and this next song song i'm gonna play by the skluts is interesting it's a ska song but they actually use some minor keys in this on this track and it's very interesting and the and the lyrics it's almost like a a minor key pissed off punk rock song is kind of seeping into a happy major key ska song and I found it very uh, a talented, very like this band is very talented with how they wove a little bit of darker tones and darker themes and content and lyrics into this song. And I really enjoyed it. So here we go with their second song here today on the Politics and Punk Rock podcast. Here's the Skluts with their song, Church and state. Fall, at least they'll know that we went out on our feet 
course with calamity (laughs) yeah that's pretty accurate great way to describe it that was the skluts with their second song today church and state my fellow americans i love you guys so much thank you for listening go to the website politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com buy a t-shirt Donate to the show. Uh, Read the show notes. Click on the link to go to my SoundCloud page to check out my music. Click on the Patreon.com slash Andrew4America link to go become a My Fellow American subscriber on Patreon for $3 a month. Uh, What I have up on Patreon right now, I haven't added anything to it yet. I wanted to see how many subscribers I could get going on there before I started adding more. You know, why do the work if there's no one watching it yet? So uh, help me build that if you would. I'd really appreciate that if you guys like the show and you don't like the content on the subscription. You know, send me an email, andrew4america1984 at gmail.com and be like, hey, man, I'm paying you three bucks a month for this bullshit. Come on, you got to get better. Let me know. Give me some constructive feedback. Do I got to get better? Guess what? I'll get better. You know, can, send me an email and, and consider it, a, a, a you know, one of those surveys that these companies send you. You know, do we do a good job on a scale of 1 to 10? Would you recommend this podcast to others? <laughs> right? Stuff like that. So let me know if uh, that subscription isn't interesting, uh, is it, hasn't interested you yet, rather. Let me know what I can do to make you interested in subscribing. People, I hope you guys have a fantastic 2023. Uh, I know it's been tough out there in these last few years. Real tough. And I hate to say it, I don't want to be all doom and gloom. But I think it's only going to get tougher. It's only going to get crazier. And you might self-destruct and become suicidal if you don't find a way. To look inwardly, work on yourself, get closer to the infinite. However you describe that, you got to get right in your mind. You got to turn off the noise, turn off the suggestion, turn off the charlatans' magic tricks. Learn how to identify when they are waving their holly weird wand and casting spells subverting you, disconnecting you, misdirecting you. You got to turn off that TV, people. And you got to start walking around this world and seeing it for what it really is. And not what some group construct is telling you that it is.
Stop letting other people tell you what's going on. Stop letting other people tell you who's right or wrong. Develop your sense of morality, community, humanity, and don't do it for me. Do it for yourself. I love you guys. Hopefully we all have a fantastic 2023. I'm only moving forward with the show. I ain't going to stop. I ain't going to give up. I ain't going to shut up. Make me. (laughs) That's it. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 125 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast, entitled, We Will Be Successful. We'll see you next time. And as we have been programmed, programmed mentally, intellectually, one must be aware of this being programmed like a computer, like a computer. The programming that we are constantly assaulted by throughout our lives conditions us, it programs us to a particular worldview, to a particular worldview. Because they are absolutely propagandizing the world with all of their theses about the nature of the universe that we live in where we come from our origins the origin of the universe and so forth so forth so forth the project is literally the secularization of the world to completely strip the world from religious beliefs this is the project and that is why it is called novus ordo seclorum a new secular or worldly order A new study says the news media have been pushing a gospel of godlessness on the American public. Sure, it's hard for some of you to believe, but you will never see it more clearly than you will today. I I mean, it's just so amazing. The creationists were right all along. To be honest, they just didn't have the... Argumentative skills. Argumentative skills. All of you are engaged in running your mouths, doing your business, multiplying, buying houses, cars, business, whatever you're doing. And when you're told about God, religion, life, morality, you're saying, look, I ain't got no time for that. Because this media is here and designed to make sure that they ask no critical questions. To make sure that the only thing that they are concerned about is having a good time. Is having a good time. The only thing they're concerned about is filling their bellies. The only thing they're concerned about is acquiring more and more material things. More and more material things. And so that is why today, one of the struggles that you have as young people, that when you want to do different events and you want to talk about real issues, you have the struggle of many of your peers who've been so conditioned in this matrix that they would rather party than listen to the truth. 
They would rather party and shop and go to the mall than to stand up for issues of justice. They're stuck in the matrix. Stuck in the matrix. But you have the responsibility of helping to wake them up. Of helping to wake them up. Now, how do we know that there's a God? After having been thoroughly brainwashed. And how do we know that there's a creator?